This podcast is brought to you by Audible. To get 30 free days in a free audiobook, check out audibletrial.com backslash issues to sign up. Let's use that link to sign up, and it really helps the show out, and you get 30 free days of Audible and a free audiobook that you get to keep whether you decide to keep on with Audible or not. So again, audible, audibletrial.com backslash issues. Thank you, everybody, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, the season seven, season premiere, the day will come when you won't bore me, I mean, when you you won't be, this is the Recap and Review, and I'm Phil the Issues Guy, and I'm not alone, I have with me Joe Dirtylocks and Katie Crow with me tonight to talk all about The Walking Dead season finale, our shit, someone shitting our scrambled eggs tonight, our mood is as cold as a warlock's ball sack, and we're going to get into all of that tonight and more, but also, not just us, anyone that's joining us live, we have with us the motherfucking live chat! Oh, it's great to see all of you guys. We got Wolf Gaming, Ryan, Jordan, Terrachan, Sam, T-Baby, Super Mellow Yellow. I saw Mo in there. We have uh, Richie A. We got Moose. We got lots of Jimmy the Blues. Oh, my God. I can continue, but I cannot contain myself. But if this is your first time joining us, this is a sad occasion. Let me cry. Oh, it's did you? A very sad before we get so. too into this, did you see the commercial, the preview for? And I and I don't want to use this as an opportunity because obviously there's another after show somewhere on AMC that's uh, that that's a lot bigger than this. And I don't mean it in this way, but I love how they flash to like the graveyard with the ball hit in there, and Chris Hardwick's like crying. Guys, we're gonna get through this boring episode together, and we're gonna do it no matter yeah, what it was we do. Yeah, three quarters of the way through when they cut over to him, so yeah. it was already like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, we have to do this after this. But like, they probably saw the episode in advance. I would but imagine. whatever, just to, to to get right off the bat, this episode we got the conclusion of the Negan situation. Two oh, people got killed. We're gonna get into that. I'll get into that. But this is your first time joining us. Welcome to the live chat. Jump in the live chat if you're with us live and share your thoughts if you're watching. This later share your thoughts in the comment section below if you're listening to the podcast that you can check out on itunes stitcher google podcasting wherever you're checking it out uh you can comment in that comment on the website issuesprogram.com or join us live in the live stream so you can join us every week after the walking dead to talk about the good the bad and the whatever the fuck this episode was and uh we're gonna again we're gonna get all into it go at point for point but initial thoughts joe and katie what were your initial thoughts coming off of this episode oh yes i almost forgot everybody none other this this episode this because we got sort of like a flashback dream sequency kind of episodes lots of lingering shots on characters faces with not much happening in Specifically, this episode was designed for the one and only Joe Dirty Locks in his very, very happy birthday. Someone was listening, Joe. They know what you want on your birthday, and you want an episode oh, like this. Oh, yeah, they, they knew for sure what I wanted. You yeah. Sent them a wish list. Yeah, so, so Joe. They gave me everything I wanted for my birthday. Yeah, Joe. Oh, amazing oh, stuff. Oh, my goodness. So, Joe, what did you think of this episode starting off? And you can turn Katie's mic up even a little bit more. What, what did I think of it? Yes. Okay. I thought piece of shit. I didn't like it. You know me, Phil. I'm a crier, right? I'm a crier. I cry at fucking everything. I cry. As soon as the music kicks in, I cry when like my, my people are dying and shit. No, man. Not even like I was just looking at the screen the whole time going, really? This is our 
a half an hour in, I, like I, I felt like nothing had happened. I same boring ass speech shit from the last episode that I thought was absolutely like yeah. foolish. All those people standing around, all those sociopaths standing around with loaded weapons, and none of them are like, "Fuck this asshole!" I, I'm just gonna unload my whole clip into this fucker who killed one of my friends too. Like. Really? I don't I don't understand that. Like like this whole group walks away and what's their first thing they fucking they beat someone's head and the first thing Rick said is, is or the first thing Daryl does is try to kill someone and they beat someone else's head and the first thing Rick says is I'm gonna fucking kill you. You know, like they all drive away and the first thing the group says is we gotta go fucking kill these people now. Like hello. Like everybody in everybody's group would be saying that there's no way this guy lives with, especially like in a, in a, in a, like Katie said it in a, in a group like that, sociopaths are bred by the, by the dozen. Like there's a dozen people ready to kill Negan and try to be the one. Yeah. above I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, no. so let's jump in. Die. <laughs> Let's jump in the live chat here. Live for your die. Terry Chance says, I cried. I do the spoilers, but I can't believe they disrespected my boy Glenn like that. Dwan says, Hey guys, great to see you. Melio says, No one understands Joe. No one. And, well and, and another point, Katie, Katie made a good point too. Like, like so in at the end of last episode, Negan gives this big long fucking speech, right? And he says, Okay, uh, who is it? Is it um I think someone someone tries to attack uh, Negan, and he says, "Anybody try do, does that yes, again, I will shut that shit down." Right, right down, then, right down, right. And then at the end, we'll he's about to bad. beat the beat someone's head in. Finally, after some big, long, stupid fucking speech, he's about to beat someone's head in, and and he says, "If anybody fucking moves, hold the boy down, cut his eye out, and feed it to his father." So then he beats somebody's fucking head in. Daryl jumps up and nobody holds the boy down. Nobody digs out the kid's eye and nobody feeds it to fucking Rick. Come on now. He, yeah, but he doesn't want to be seen as a liar. Now there's two things he he had to make good on. And if he had just cut the boy's eye out and fed it to Rick, that would have shut the shit down too. That was the threat we were supposed to have. And I'm disappointed that we don't have a blind little boy running around our set. For this. Yeah. What are they doing? That could have given you a real just, birthday present, Joe, a real birthday just, present. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. I like, like, so I felt like, I felt like they gave us all so much fucking time to think about every single one of our people dying. It went over, it went through, everybody said, everybody had many, many, many minutes or hours. At nauseam. At, at fucking nauseam, Joe. Fucking nauseam. At nauseam. about it with everybody, right? That how is killing anybody going to make anyone sad? They've yeah, already no thought impact. it. It's already made them sad and made them have to think about it. There will be no impact. So obviously, what do they have to do? They have to kill two people. But unfortunately, you've already thought about both of those fucking people dying. So there's still no fucking impact. And all you do yeah. is get rid of two loved characters. And nobody gives a shit because they already knew their loved character was dead. I'm not going to rewrite the script and what they did. But you get rid of someone like Daryl and Maggie. It really would have shocked me. Or something like that. They they ended up picking the, the comic book one, which was Glenn, and it was predictable and kind of came out of nowhere. Really did shock me in the moment of being, oh, shit, they actually did that because I thought they'd pussy out on it. But they they killed Glenn, too. But it really was a lot because most of the episode, most of the beginning part of the episode focused on just these slow panning shots. So much of the time of this oh, episode so was wasted on these, like, single headshots and this soft music. The tone was all off. I think if they really wanted to do this right, what they would have done is gone completely 
completely absurd because I think, and I'm going to talk about good stuff in this episode too. I think Andrew Lincoln, I think all the actors delivered uh, delivered amazing I, jobs I in I the performances, and especially, and I thought the Negan Rick interaction was really strong. But I think it should have gone even more over the top. Take it crazy. Look, take it next level take crazy. Take the other aisle. Make the music different. They made it this sad music through it out, and it made it this this voyage of the the doomed, depressing cow fucking bullshit i don't know how to explain it but it just made it seem like really shitty yes joe when 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 negan says think about what could still happen and then there's flashes of more people getting their like all of them getting their heads actually bashed in more than just the two right it felt like i remember them saying at one point in the interviews and all this shit and write-ups after the season that they filmed us all getting our heads bashed in so that way none of us would know exactly who it was that was going to die and we couldn't spoil it or anything like that and it felt like the the runners were like oh well we got this footage of everybody getting their heads bashed in how do we how do we get that in there yeah they said that they filmed that they filmed multiple takes of things over and over again and had multiple things that they could have done uh just to kind of throw people off they did the the filming different things but i i i I forgot we we got right into this because the rage is strong and it will be going all evening night but if you guys want to call in we do have a call in number we're using a different kind of line so this is the first time we're using it so it's a test with 315-948-8 237 if you want to call in live share your thoughts or if you want to voicemail and text in at 781-990-8509 you can also tweet me at i got issues man tweet joe at dirty locks and joe also has the line straight line coming from the retired nurse kathy just in case she has any comments hopefully she'll text joe direct to get it right on the air kathy we want to make sure we get to your comments right away uh, here on joe's birthday specifically so a uh, great great stuff with just the with the acting in this episode and, and uh, uh, we'll jump in the live fucking chat. Caitlin said the acting was A+. Plus, and I agree. Tara Chan says, laughing my ass off. They killed the most two most guested characters. Fucking dumb. Rest in peace, Glenn and Abraham. Uh, no, there was nothing good. Glenn's eye was about to trigger me. But I still enjoyed the episode. I felt depressing. Rick cries. So they did their job with me. All these actors are better than the show. Fucking spoilers. Ne- uh, Negan made Rick his bitch. How about them pads, Joe? I didn't watch. Uh, I, call, I called. I would be calling about the biblical system with Negan, Rick, and Kyle. But no one has time for that shit. Negan is like a pussy version of Rick. Ramsey, they could have given Abraham's death last year and then done Glenn now. That's the that's one of the yes. smartest things. They should have done, or I think it should have been maybe, yeah, I think I think maybe give us Glenn last year because that's what the comics do. And then at the very beginning of this year, then give us somebody else. And it should have been Daryl. It should have been Daryl. Like, let's get this shit out of the way right now because it's pissing me off because I, I don't hate Daryl as much as some people do. But the people that say he has huge plot armor, Daryl fucks up and Negan decides that the fans like Daryl too much to kill him. So I'm going to kill somebody else. He goes, no, no, no. This guy has way too much plot armor on him. He's too cool. We're keeping him. That's true. That's true. They 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 got rid of they got rid of uh you know someone that really they hadn't written much about or into and like the cheesy shit they were doing with him and then the cheesy shit they started doing with Abraham. You kind of knew both of them were going. Abraham got to say goodbye to to the mullet last last season. So you, you know, there was a big feeling there that he was gone. And yeah, I thought. No, and pe- people in the live chat say no, no, not Daryl. Uh, but that's the thing: if they do Daryl, it's really emotionally like it hits really, really hard. Uh, oh, I can't believe he got killed. <laughs> what was that, Katie? At least something would have. Yeah, at least right. something. But that's what I'm saying. If you if 
If, exactly, Katie. Like, the Glenn one hurt me because of the reaction of Maggie and the amazing acting performance that Lauren Cohen put in the end when Rick and her. That That's the only moment that got me emotional in that last scene of the episode. None of it got me emotional. Nope. None of it. That None last it. scene got me a little bit for a moment just because Andrew Lincoln was acting his ass off in this episode. And Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough because I didn't feel like... I, like when in those situations, it's not enough that uh, that I I see the actors in pain. I want to feel that pain too. Yeah, no, I hear you, Joe. And, I, I hear. I didn't feel any of it, and like I said, I really attribute it to what six months of sitting here waiting for it and thinking about them all. I've already said my goodbyes to each and every single one of them, just in case. Like, and no matter who says they haven't, it's bullshit. They have, but just but for the sheer fact that you have spent so much time pondering and, and pontificating with your friends about who it was. Oh, I love when I, I love when you and I get alone in the. In, I love when you and I get alone in the basement and ponder and pontificate each other. I, I love it, Joe. I fucking love that. Let's go to our. Yeah, peepees out. Oh yes, peepee in the pote. A peepee in the pote. Okay, so let's try this. This is the first time I'm trying this. Let's try this other line. We have our first caller from uh, one one. Here we go. The last two digits of the phone number one 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 one. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Can, hey, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. What's you. going on, buddy? Is this me? Yeah, you're on the air. So, welcome to the show. What did you hey, think? It's, it's Jay. Oh, hey, I Jay. What's? You, I, I, I just figured you knew who I was. I was weird. I was kind of um. Oh yeah, my last four. My last four digits are five seven one. I I don't know. I'm. I'm now done with the show because of the one person I said if they killed, I'm going to be done with the show. And it was Glenn, but I'll say this. To me, Glenn is the one that if you kill him, he affects the rest of the group more than any other character in the show. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, to me, like, you know, uh, Lauren Cohen's character, obviously is like truly affected like he's just such like the good person that saved everybody at least once pretty much that like that like you know he's the he's the guy that you know it's like you know you just emotionally don't want to see that guy die i think i don't know i think it would be i think for the group it would have been easier to handle anyone else's joe to be fair to be fair right Glenn died last season, episode what two, three? Yeah, he should have died back. He should have died way back then. They just—they were trying he to. Died. Run. He died at the fucking dumpster. Come on now, like, like when they when they killed Avery, I actually hadn't said goodbye to anyone because I was not expecting him to die. Like the longer you, the you, summer went on, I mean the uh, yeah, the summer you're went on, and I was just like. Oh shit! They're not like the, I was just so sure they weren't like they were they were gonna do something different than they did in the comics. Yeah, well, I guess killing Abraham brought, is different because I don't think they killed him in the comics or whatever. What was what was that, Joe? That, that's why they brought the fodder with them. That's why they brought mullet. Yeah, right. 
They could have done like, yeah, if Judas was there and he had used Judas as a, as a pinata, that would have been better. Claudio in the chat says, the dumbest thing ever. Why kill him to bring him back? And great to get you on the air again, SM. We lost your what? call. I'm not sure about the reason why I didn't know your voice is this new calling system sounds a little bit different. Gr lagging a little bit even in the chat. Yeah, you're right, Joe. They should have brought in the dumpster. <laughs> the, we need more pancake mix. We need something. We need fucking right, and, something. And what did they do? They, they took the one guy who had the best lines in every episode over the last season and a half two seasons yep. and kill them think about the pancake batter think about all the 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 shit and rivers of it rivers of shit that we fucking so, so there there life. lies a question i have for you guys do you, who who with all the dust settled all everything gone just looking at it from a this point on in the show who do you, who are you gonna miss more i'll say my i'm automatically even though i feel like glenn is someone i i guess what sm was saying and i agree with jay was saying uh glenn is an emotional center point since the beginning he's a guy that that was charmed so to speak and it's, it makes sense why they killed him in the comic and and where it came out of nowhere and people thought maybe he was he was safe i all dumpster shit aside glenn's story had kind of come full circle with me for a certain point i can accept glenn being gone abraham i'm really gonna miss he's the one i'm i'm abraham's the one i'm gonna miss as well and you know when i think about the books and I think about the show and at this very moment, like, you know, in the books, what it is Glenn that gets it and um, Daryl's not in the books. And so Abraham kind of doesn't he like step up and become like a number two for good old Rick there for a little while. Yeah. So so essentially now we just we, we've eliminated abraham and it gives that spot to daryl i guess <laughs> carter if says you carter back. says you miss abraham but not glenn get out now i miss them both i'll miss them both in the situation but i think i accept just because of where the story goes from here that glenn isn't a part of it and i would have liked and i just like what abraham adds to the show with the one-liners and some of the humor he adds to it is always yep. interesting to decipher from week to week and keeps you kind of going and smiling with it but i have a feeling that they I'm think a i have a feeling that they are gonna think that me too joe i'm a cutlass fan as well i think that they think they're gonna get those laughs from negan and get those laughs from trevor or whatever negan's number one guy there is the, the so they'll get it from trevor uh, negan i I've got no use for him. I found I found it flat. I found him boring. I found him non-menacing. Yeah, very very cartoonish. Very just. I don't like. It doesn't make any sense. There's no like. They're all like. But you gotta have to love him. He's so mean. But you like. No, I I don't. What what do I have to love about him? Like what's there? There's nothing. There's. I see nothing. The mullet man will take Abraham's place and become a total badass and kill Rosita and or kill Negan and fuck Rosita. Strike that reverse. He's the worst. Episode six will be filler too. The next episodes are gonna be filler. I like the comics. I don't think Negan. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking the same thing, Ricky. Uh, uh, Richie, Ricky, Richie. Abe for sure. I blame Sasha. She is cursed. Negan doesn't have shit on Ramsey. There's uh, nothing there. I was worried Negan would come off too cartoonish. There's always risk of that when he's bringing stuff from the comics. Really, time for a vote. Who wants Alf on this show? Tim wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alpha would would Ramsey have been? I uh, would Ramsey would Negan have been more menacing if it was Alf Joe? <laughs> no, there's uh, I just I don't find the character just menacing at all. I don't I don't understand how uh, like there's got to be 
I know there are evil people that come to power that do that do evil shit all the time, and nobody kills but them they off. Really good PR. That's the thing. <laughs> it, so you're not working any good PR. Right. Like that's just. Uh, I don't. I don't really get it. There's so many guns there. There's so many people who have a grudge against this guy. It doesn't no, make a whole lot of sense to me that that someone else wouldn't try to just take leadership of the saviors in that situation and kill him while he was doing his talking to Rick, that it wouldn't just be like a kill. Like, what does Negan do? Maybe we'll learn more in the preceding episodes how good of a person he is to his own people. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, he's such a good person to his own people. He steals half their shit. Right. And he says, you killed more than my people than I feel comfortable with, meaning he would have been okay with killing some of his people. Right, which which is like, and then like, and not even like, and who's going to take over the saviors or whatever they call themselves. It's like, who's going to kill Negan and then say, okay, great, now I can just fucking leave and go about my fucking life and fuck these people. Avertis says, Joe, they were brainwashed and relying and reliving what happened to them. Yes, exactly. All of them. All of them. All hundreds of them. And none of them are like, oh, let's go kill this motherfucker. Like our group did. As soon as they all drove away, our whole group said, now we're going to go kill this fucker. We have to go get ready. Like he bashed in one person's head and one of our group got up to go fight him. So we bashed that person's head in and another one said, I'm still going to fucking kill you. And when they drove away, they still are resolved in killing this motherfucker. And I have to say, most of the people in Negan's whatever group have got to be feeling the exact same way and to have not taken action, especially when you're standing there with loaded fucking guns in front of the guy and he's trying to make this great point. You know, you're going to have six people who will probably get up and maybe fight with you if people do decide to take it out on on you like come on come a couple on, comments from on. the live chat when glenn gets up and starts fighting why don't they all get up and start fighting or daryl whoever it is daryl king king j uno says have you heard of a cult joe it's the uh i think they're just scared of him he broke them like rick has broke them broke them yeah, the thing about thing about cults too is people are there because they usually want to be there and they're already you know like they're broken first are run by charming, charismatic individuals who don't just go in and immediately start bludgeoning people. They entice people. They manipulate oh. people. This Phil. dude is a cartoon version of a real-life psychopath. <laughs> Phil, it's like, it's like, yay, Devin just got his head bashed in. Let's join this guy. Why would we do that? No, Devin's one of our best friends. We would never do that. Yeah. We would be like, okay, now we gotta go kill this guy. He bashed Devin's fucking head in. Come on. Standing there in that circle watching this pathetic show that Negan is putting on, they're not the brainwashed because that shit can horrify a good person who has manipulated, been manipulated and brainwashed. That would break people out of the spell if they are good people. The other people who are watching are other psychopaths who want to be the special, powerful, in control individuals. All of these people have reason to kill Negan. None of them have reason to follow. Correct. <laughs> we we uh, could you turn Katie up? Uh, people say can't can't turn here, Katie. So jack up that jack up that volume. The writers don't understand uh, uh, understand the character of Negan, who's even in the comics. He was too cartoony. They need to tone it down for the show. Uh, Cataman uh, says there was bad writing. Max with gore. You don't you don't know Negan. Negan makes a delightful meatloaf that's vegan. <laughs> I, I hear Jeffrey D. Morgan. Uh, you got a point. Still love the show. I did. I watched Westworld. Then I finished The Walking Dead by fast forwarding the commercials. Best plan: run fast. Katie Crow's volume is lower. Turn up Katie Crow. Dear Katie Stockholm. <laughs> uh, and let's. Oh, wait, go, wait. go, Joe. No, no. I, I, yeah, no. I. 
Oh, no, I, didn't, I was just going to play a message that we have a voicemail. So let's play this voicemail. Yeah. Out of all the people that I'm more pissed off right now, it is the directors and producers that decided that this was a good idea to take out the trickers with Abraham, but then boom, out of nowhere, take Glenn, but then actually recreate the scene where Glenn just gets obliterated with the eye and everything. But okay, I can forgive that because that's Negan, that's the storyline. But then what necessary reason was it to have the editors and the producers add the montages of everyone else getting their heads caved in to make the viewers think that they actually all got wiped out? For real? And we're we're seeing Coral walk up to Negan. That's great. All right, well, fuck this show. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> have a good show. I'll probably be in the chat room. Taka, great, yeah. great to hear from you, buddy. And it's, yeah, like... um. Making making Negan too cartoony, you kind of have to, because if you tone him down any, or make him more personable, or make him two faced in the slightest towards his crew, he is the governor, and then that's the same curse that The Walking Dead has been doing over and over again, which is rehashing the same material they've already given us in previous seasons. Do so you, you feel can't make him any less cartoony than he is coming off? But it's not good. To me, it's not good. I find him very boring. Do you feel like they were, do you feel like we're damning them if, dude, could they have done anything with the character to make it work in the sense, uh, to not make him just another predictable bad guy? Is there anything that they could have done special with him? I think that's what they were trying to do. They're trying to show that someone like the governor doesn't get a joy in it all. Whereas someone like Negan finds a childish joy in all of this. And I mean, I guess that's what they're trying to get across with it. I feel like, remember when they were herded through, uh, Terminus. Terminus. Yes, I was. I was thinking of the Terminus guy. What, and, what then, have... and, and then afterwards, we get our next season, and then they're all lined up in one, and the Penguin gets murdered. Yeah, and I was. Then, I was just you know, thinking Carol about that scene. Yeah. It's almost the exact same thing. Only they don't get saved; they just get set freed. Yeah, and only two of our people die instead of just a fodder and a, a lemming that they added. You know that they added for us, right? It's kind of like I feel like. Even more so, I just watched two episodes all over again that I've already seen, and they keep doing this to me. Negan doesn't add anything to it. Like, we, we right keep the it's, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Katie, so, I, I'm claiming that I'm claiming that idea. Claimed. Marcus says it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and Marcus has a great point in the live chat. Negan in the comics didn't like killing as much. He had a little bit more of a, a code in some ways and was quirkier in some ways. Had things he wouldn't do, things he would do. And maybe they'll explore that later with him. But I, I agree. As of right now, the actor, again, this it's a weird thing to say because I do, and I, I'll repeat it again, I think the actors are doing a great job with what they have to work with. I think yeah, yeah. I think it all comes down to the writing and the direction, especially the editing of this episode. I think even within the what they did in this episode, every time you could have had some interesting conversations or some interesting character moments, instead of doing that, what they chose to do was just have these long, lingering shots on single people's faces and then, it, then elicit these flashback moments of these quick flashes so you couldn't even really embrace what was going on in the flashes so it just sort of made you 
oh, what was that? What was that? What was that? What was that? And make, I got to watch this again and see what the hell was going on. And ultimately, it didn't really amount to anything deep. And it made you the one. You know what it amounted to? It amounted to three minutes of Rick lying on the fucking roof of right. a. Of a, of a truck thinking about his goddamn friends. This didn't need to be a whole episode. This did not need to be a whole fucking episode. This should have been, they should have done a longer episode last time and this should have been the end of the episode. And you kill one people, one person, you start the next season off with the blood soaking bat right after the point where you see Abraham or Glenn's head yes. getting caved in and you come back in and then Daryl makes the stupid mistake and then you fucking kill Daryl too and then you have the same sort of lead up only a half the episode and then you have them leave and actually have something happen. As much as I enjoyed the scene with Maggie at the end, like like I said, that was my one emotional scene. They didn't need to do that either in the episode. The way the episode ended, they had all Negan's guys drive away and they had a decent ending of the episode. Then they came back and gave us three and a half more minutes of the music and the faces that they came back and just circled around and gave us everybody in the faces and trying to make it deeper than it is. It's a zombie show. Make it fun or make it like entertaining or make it real emotional or over the top or whatever and then they get to it and we get this really quick scene that had the only emotional stuff in the whole episode the scene with Maggie and everyone trying to be like no Maggie I stand by you I stand by you. I'll stand by you but it seemed real rush rushed and shit because they wasted fucking five minutes on the fucking lingering face shots it's just yep. the pacing of it's all yep. fucked up. And what hurts me isn't that they have shitty actors on it or they have shitty stuff working on it. Is that they have all these good ingredients but keep cooking a fucking horrible meal whenever they have to pay yep. anything off. I think The Walking Dead's decent at pushing a rock up a hill. It can push rocks up hills really good. When they're leading up on a storyline, they're pretty good at setting the scene. Setting what they're going to do, what they're going to do. But when it comes to paying shit off, they never cease to fucking drop the ball. Except for when Carol kills a bunch of people sometimes. Like, and, and, oh, and, and that's. Well, I always buy you dinner and you never blow me on the way home. I never do, Joe. I never do because you don't shower before you pick me up and that's disgusting, dude. <laughs> like, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with this kind of, kind of shit. It's, it's, it's angering me. Oh, we got sent over your major in the live chat. We have Tim Gersh who's, who says, uh, who's comparing this to best of both worlds from Star Trek The Next Generation where the payoff wasn't good and you see flashbacks of things that happened in the first episode like Picard getting assimilated and all that sort of shit. Oh my gosh. So so I guess it's about time because we don't want we we don't want to get we don't want to waste too much of our emotional energy on this on this beginning. It's time to do it. Let's get into our recap. Oh, let's recap. This is going to be a really quick recap because there's not much to and talk about. Rick's face, and, yeah. and, yeah. Face, and, and there's Rick's face, then there's Maggie's Gordon. face, then there's Rick's face, then there's Negan's bat, then there's Oral's face. Stream Long, boring, clumsy foreplay without any payoff. Caitlin says, stream keeps lagging, and it makes me more emotional than the show did. Thank you, Patricia. <laughs> Thanks, Ren Renwood. Thank you to everybody in the live motherfucking chat that joins us and everyone that might be checking out our podcast. If you want to listen to our podcast later on, you can listen to our the, the replay of this in a higher quality audio usually, and you can subscribe to that either on issuesprogram.com backslash iTunes, or you can go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever to get our stream or look in the description box and below for all of that fun crap. So here we go. Let's get into our recap. So we open up on Rick. And we see Rick and and Negan and stuff, and we hear them talking. Let's listen to Rick and Negan talking. Do I'm you gonna kill you. Oh. Maybe not today. 
Ah! You fucking idiot! Like, come on, dude! Like, see- What? Yeah, all you gotta do is keep your mouth shut. Well, like, seriously, I- like, Okay, Joe. Joe, in this situation, I'm telling you, I want to kill those people in those moments, but in that moment right there when he's in your face asking you, Joe, Dude, will you kill this little bitch named Phil? Will you fucking you you like it that I killed your fucking friend Phil, right? You you know what you say, Joe? Uh, you say yes. You say I liked it. I never liked him anyways. He always cheated in fucking Smash Brothers, and he never lets me talk on the podcast. Fuck that guy. I fucking hate him. That's what you're gonna say, yeah. Joe. Yeah, and, then, and maybe I'll throw in. Uh, maybe you could have done one of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can. You, yeah. You you you, you, can, you can you can kill that crow too. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kill like, that crow and that dude. Oh, you couldn't have gotten rid of the old ball and chain for me. Yeah, you had to yeah. pick my best friend. Yeah, yeah I had to yeah, pick my best yeah. friend. Who's Thanks that? Who's that dude that. in the mask you have in the podcast? Kill that guy sometimes. Fuck that dude. <laughs> oh my gosh! Confess, Phil. Dumbass, just go along with. Uh, he's not expecting to fuck him up. Phil, are you wearing a suit? Uh, sort of. I, I was. I was. Uh, I'm going to a funeral. The Walking Dead's funeral today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sad it was, today. It wasn't a funeral, it was a show. It was a it was a stunt show. It was a shark jumping. People still breathing. So basically, our intro to this episode was there's not much to talk about this this uh, scene, except for the fact that I love Jeffrey D. Morgan's concentration in the scene. Through the whole scene, he's like looking, I fucking Rick, and Rick just doesn't get it. You're stupid, Rick. You fucked this up. You got yourself put in this situation, and you're not stupid enough to just sure. talk shit right now and wait till the uh, proper opportunity to fucking kill him. It's it's like it's like Phil. How many Rick. times have we been in that situation where like we're at the side of the road, at the back of the car, with the hands on the trunk? <laughs> And one of our friends says something that they just why oh. You mean and you mean me, Joe? You mean Joe? Joe, don't 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 let me off the line for the audience here. Hand me my license back. You mean me? On our way. You mean me, Joe? Is who you're talking about this equation? You fucking asshole. Uh, Kirkman Kirkman may say. He is, but I bet he hates it so much, but he loves the money more than his life. Work. Oh, Netta says it was Robert Kirkman's happy, happy in the direction that is happy. This the direction the show is going. Tom himself says, I miss Abe Glenn. Not so much. Uh, just waiting for the encore of Westworld says, Eric, how do you take the walker? Try to hold up Rick on the RV before stripping, so to speak. We're going to get to that too. Where CG costs Rick some survival for a second. Where, where a zombie CG neck costs Rick his life. Uh, Darrow was the cause of another death. We're going to get to that King J Uno in a minute here. So in the commercial break at this point, I, I decided to copy and paste some of the chat as I could. Tara Chan, who was cracking me up before the show. This show gets no more excuses from me. This is just dumb. Cut to commercial before the answer on a six-month cliffhanger. Oh, yes. And, yep. and, so, and she, Katie was saying that. Katie was saying, but she was like, I'm 30 seconds left in Negan's speech from the last episode before mm. this one starts. And she says, if they play a commercial or don't just go straight into the next yeah, no thing, credits, I'm going to be, nothing. there should be no credits, nothing. They should just roll into the next one. Anybody who's watching, anybody's waiting for it. If they're tuning in late, they're tuning in late. What difference does it make? Just go right into it. it, it they at least owe us that. Yeah. They didn't do it, of course. Of course they wouldn't. No, do that. and of course they There's don't. A 30 second countdown. They go right to commercials and AMC masturbating in commercials. And I forgot because it's been a while since I watched an AMC show live because I've been watching HBO and Netflix shows and DVRing stuff. So watching the uh watching the AMC shows live, 
excuse me, half the commercials are AMC porn commercials. Just just jerking off to themselves like Look, yeah, we the have last one, the last one was four minutes long. A four minute, four minute, a four minute AMC commercial for themselves because because ha- three yeah. commercials were a commercial for the Talking Dead ninety minute version, a ninety minute Talking Dead version. Then, yeah. oh. then you had, then you had all those commercials for you had that like super commercial that had penis all those enlargements. Yeah, for penis enlargements in every <laughs> AMC show. Uh, Better Call Saul, uh, Into the Badlands, like like they had this like mural or something people were drawing of all the AMC shows. It was we- it was weird. It was just like AMC porn. Like, oh, we're not going to show you who Negan kills. We're just going to make sure you remember that our station rules. It was just a weird moment. Mm-hmm. The AMC cum commercial. Yes, right. It was AMC comic. Katie Kirkman is an ass, says the live chat. I was saying yeah, the same comic- thing. Yes. Commercial. <laughs> you know, most of the time, AMC is shit. Did, did uh, Joe lose weight? Joe lost a lot of weight. I still wanted yeah. to uh, make pancakes with uh, headless walkers. Abe, does that does that make me a bad person? Weight, penis enlargement? Oh. AMC is a big circle jerk. Dude, Abe tribute. I thought this was uh, Jeffrey Guy was no, going to... No, AMC is not a big circle jerk. In a big circle jerk, there's like six or seven people getting off. And yeah, s- no one got off here. And no someone gets here. to eat the cookie, Joe, in a circle jerk. That someone... No, no that's, well, that's, that's not a good That's thing. not, yeah. That's a different kind of circle <laughs> jerk. That's the... That's the uh, who gets the ookie gookie cookie jerk? Oh my gosh! Better Call Saul is the best. Better Call Saul is the best show on uh, AMC. I agree. Someone asked in the live chat. I thought Jeffrey D. Morgan was going to put on some uh, muscle for the part of Negan. He he doesn't look good. He's he's sagging. The censored Negan sucks. Uh, fuck nobody it. should nobody should be muscly in the apocalypse. Nobody should. Everybody is is like half starving. Yeah. Even him who's pulling in half of everybody's supplies that are that are out there running around he still it's needs to feed the people around yeah. him so, and all of them need to eat and he does no it with his 50 percent of everything that's yeah. out there so so we come back in from the commercial break and we're in the van with ne someone's in the van with negan and rick al- <laughs> allows him to throw him around and uh rick just someone's in the negan i know and they just decide to go for a ride and negan makes fun of him because the, the the car doesn't work and shit he starts just talking shit yeah, the car doesn't start up they get into a little fight and, and then like bam we're all the way somewhere else like He's i like guess it did start up bully it's like ah oh, what no are you kidding me hard. did you see what just happened what i just did you just Take it and attack me. Take it and attack me. I should attack me so I could pull a gun on you and make you stop attacking me. Stop ruining my oh, show, man. That's so stupid. So then he drives. So stupid. So then he just drives him down the street and he tells him, "Your people are mine. Um, I'm owning you now." Rick just gives him the psycho look. Then Negan kills some walkers and he kind of throws his axe out the window and goes, "Now, bitch, go fetch my axe. Go get my axe, bitch, and then go get me a sandwich." He debos him a little bit. He goes. They are mine. Your people. This. This is mine. All he has to do is take I'm his dick powerful. out and piss on everything, I'm and like, and like, oh, maybe I'm I'll get powerful. his point across yeah, a little more. Seriously. Like, like. And that would be quicker for us. Like, just piss on them. Oh all. my fucking god! Was this fear of the Walking Dead? <laughs> people were it's saying been that. The lot. Li- with the fear. 
It got, it, the writing staff is mixing, I think. So, so Rick gets his axe, he throws him out there, and he goes, get out there, and he throws him on the road into a conveniently, what I thought at first was fog, but it was a fire, and then Rick's on the road killing walkers, so we cut to more walkers and more shots of people. It's foggy and smoke, and this is where we get Rick's killing, and then we see the crew back and forth with Negan. Uh, we see all of our friends uh, maybe getting killed in flashbacks as he walks across to see all the walkers. He sees all the walkers, and, uh, and he... Oh, wait. They killed. Wait, he said, think about what happened back there. And we, we just got flashes of three other people getting there. Oh my God, what just happened back there? <laughs> think about what could happen. Yeah, then we hear. Oh ne- no, three more people's got their heads bashed in. So maybe those people didn't die. Oh my God, what happened back there? And we're a half an hour into the fucking show and we still don't know, you stupid fuck. Oh my God, you assholes. Go fuck yourself. So then we. God, get- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so then we go to our second commercial break where we have uh where, where let's get to a couple more comments from the live chat during the commercial break Corey mitchell says and he dresses like the fonzie lame terry right? Chan says, right because he has to jump the fucking shark <laughs> fucking <laughs> terry says i don't understand why we've had to wait too long to find out who died sean bowman says fear is superior to this crap opening terry says i can't imagine how livid i'd be if i didn't already know who's about to die sean says i gotta reread the comic book to feel better after this Corey says i would be like for five Fuck's sake, hand me the bat and I'll do it myself at this point. Terra Chan says second commercial. Fuck. Sam says second commercial break and still no reveal. They don't even have to right. do anything. I was, I was imagining myself walking onto set and asking Negan to bash my fucking head Just, in rather than yeah, have to watch like, any more of this goddamn shit a half an hour into not knowing who got their head bashed in. Oh my fucking God. Shut your mouth. I don't want to listen to you anymore. Can you please, please, my hand is up. Can you bash my head in, Negan? I can't stand to listen to you. I don't want to be on the same fucking planet as you. Either bash my head in or kill me when I try to kill you because this this is not going to work. So, uh, come on, please let it be me. Some <laughs> seems like the walking dead starting to drift. Cause they make the walker seem like no big deal. Corey says, seriously, Negan reminded me of Dr. Evil. I'm going to add Dr. Evil in a Fonzie jacket. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. cut his hand off and then give me 1 million. Oh wait, money does. Half of everything. Half of the half, half of everything. I take half your shit. So then we get back. Half, half, motherfucker. Let me go half. The SNL skit kind of predicted the season premiere. The only thing that we would have made this episode better is Rick actually cut Carl's hands. Do the walkers even exist anymore? Carl. I like Joe's version better. So we come back on an emotional Rick's eyes. And that's where most of our episode takes place in this really art-filled episode. Like, more than anything, (laughs) this art episode of The Walking Dead really took the level of filmmaking that they're trying to do in The Walking Dead and finally put it on par with what they're doing in shows like Better Call Saul, Vikings, Game of Thrones. This is the show that evens up Walking Dead to those other kinds of... No, it fucking doesn't! Stop doing this! You're a fun... You're a fun wow. zombie show. Just be a fun fucking zombie show. No, I was totally kidding before I get the hate email. I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> Are you having a stroke, Bill? I do hope I die in the air, Katie. I do hope I die in the air, but not tonight, Katie. Not, today is a good day to die, but uh, but not tonight. Yeah. Rick's eyes are beautiful. They are beautiful. I, yeah, I agree with that record. They're lovely. They need to try to get that back to... That would have been a good episode. Just film his eyes for an hour. Hey, Joe, what if you heard a baby crying in the RV while Negan dragged Rick with the axe? Now, that would have been something. Well, yeah. we knew the baby wasn't Dude, there, unfortunately. You know, like, but yeah, that would have been shock us been, with the baby. Anything, any, you, anything that could have actually been a shock. It would have been good if they had dragged the baby out of the fucking out of a van 
and chop the baby's head off mm-hmm. in front of Rick instead. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's- I would have been okay with that. I would have been okay with that. That would have made me go like, what the fuck did I just see? But no, well, they dug out Carl's eye like they said they were going to. I would have been like, sweet, Carl's blind now. Maybe it'll make him fucking blind fury. <laughs> Who has but sexier no. eyes, Rick or Ragnar Lothbrook? Oh, Ragnar. I'm going to say Ragnar. 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 Joe is the Lord Commander. Joe is the Lord Commander of the Rants Watch. I hate how slow this uh, show is. Everyone talks on this show. I give this episode one and a half side buttholes out of five. Did I miss that last year? They really need to have, see, everyone needs to see some ALF. Terrachins, they need this shocker this episode. This was this was no oh my God moment. The oh my God is, yeah, this is it. The shocker. Happy birthday to Joe in the live chat. What's the question oh, about? What was the question about Maggie? Do we have a Maggie question? I ask again, what happened to Maggie? Did she deliver? No, but she wasn't sick either. She shouldn't have been able to move yeah, at all. No. She should have, like, oh, delirious she was, she with was, fever by this point. She was motivated by the power of sadness and love. No. And love and sadness no. and grief to get up. And oh, walk Joe, it's emotional. Like, Don't worry, Joe, I Joe, I walk to my Joe, my dead husband on my back. You and I are going to emotionally get through this tonight, Joe. We're going to get through this. Joe, lower your voice. You're going to wake up the kitty pack there. Maggie is fine. <laughs> Phil, they wouldn't have fallen through. Dang, Joe and Katie, you're as sick as I am. Having drew this suck on Carl's other eye. Do it! Is it Joe's, oh. bir- is it Joe's birthday? Happy birthday, you ranty motherfucker, you. And thank you, Ren Redwood. 21. Check out, yeah, Joe's 22nd birthday. No, no, I, and you know what? I turned 41 today, but really, I feel like I'm 24 for like the first few hours of the day, mm-hmm, and then I mm-hmm. feel like I'm 63. Yeah, it evens out in the end, Joe. Maggie gonna kick some Negan's ass. I really think she was planning a suicide or something. Lady Squeeze got a straw poll on the, on the episode where your ranking of this episode would be. And we also have uh, Red Renwood. We're gonna get to the calls and bring some uh, bring some of you guys in once we get through this recap. And uh, I and throwing everyone. We got lots of happy birthday to, to Joe in the live chat. Ever. You're also uh, same birthday as uh, Amanda uh, uh, from... Uh, our, our good friend Amanda as well from one of the FOPs has the same birthday as you as well, Joe. So back in Alex on Rick's eyes. Alex going to say happy birthday to Alex. If yeah, you happy birthday to Alex's show. as well. And happy All birthday nice. to Rob if you ever watching this show, Rob. Yep. So, okay, so back in on Rick's oh, eyes and Rick is shaking. Finally, at 20 minutes in, we get the decision. We finally get, uh, we find out where, where, where Negan's talents are going to go. If Negan is going to go to South Beach or not. So we, then we get the first person okay this is what i gotta say about the scene that comes up here i thought this was a good scene the scene that he kills abraham in i thought it was a really good scene but like adam sandler says in the wedding singer that was a scene that would be good last season the way they the way they shot it the way they did the perspective from rick's eyes really made me feel tension in that moment because looking at it from rick's perspective that's something i felt in the episode i'm like i said i'm gonna talk about the things i enjoyed too this episode's an overall dud for me but there are moments i felt something and this was one of the moments i felt but i question I saw it through Rick's eyes. I felt anticipation of who's it going to be. I felt all this, even the way they shot it and then quickly cut to the eeny, meeny, miny, mo thing was better than they did last season. It was less cheesy. All of that, the way he bashed Abraham, the way Abraham says, suck my dick to him and stuff like that before he dies. And he calls him his Which dirt. Glenn should have repeated. Yeah, Glenn should have re- reiterated the and, suck and my dick was, thing. There was one thing that I noticed too. When, as soon as they, they killed off Abraham and they played that, I knew that there was going to be someone else that died. And I knew this because I remembered from last last season, there was an extra clip, wasn't there? Where 
at the end of the credits, didn't Negan come back and say, oh my God, look at his fucking eye popping out or something like that. I remember mm. Negan saying that at the end of last season at some point, commenting about the eye popping out of his <laughs> head. I can't wait to hear Morgan's I told you so bullshit. Go get some donuts, Joe. Suck my nuts. It's the TV version. Yeah, don't suck my dick. Suck my nuts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, I like the suck oh, my I nuts. It, it, sticks, it sticks with all the weird shit that... Uh, that Abraham always says. Yeah. So, so we hear the head explode and they don't hold back on the bashing. They really have him go to work and really beat the shit out of him. He bashes a few more times. Everyone's crying. Continues. Maggie's losing it and they just hammer down as Negan laughs. He's loving it. This He's doing it right. He was going, he's like, look at my look at my dirty girl. He starts taunting Rosita and he presses presses on her where him and her and Abe together. And there was a reason he took one. He took six or seven for the team. And he'll always be red to me. A couple of funny lines. That he said, uh, take a damn take a damn look. And then fucking Daryl. Fucking Daryl, you cocky piece of dunk dong shit. I understand you want to help Rosita, but she her life wasn't in danger in this moment, Daryl. She was being taunted. All of you were being taunted. Deal with taunts in that moment when you have an army of people surrounding you with guns and a fucking madman with a spiked fucking bat talking shit to you and reveling in the moment that you just bashed one of your friends head in with a skull. What is the dumbest thing you can do for five fucking hundred, Alex? It's what the fuck Daryl did. And because he fucking is surrounded by a fucking (laughs) Valyrian steel armor of plot bullshit because people love Daryl and I like Daryl too. He can't fucking be killed. They decide, oh, no, no, fuck you. Uh, we're not going to kill you, Daryl. No, but I wish it had gotten Carl's eye plucked out. Or something that else. That would have been so much better that, that than, was the promise than Glenn dying. Yeah. Fucking the promise. Bo- the promise was to shut that shit down, and then he told us how he was going to shut it down. He was going to shut it down by having his men pluck out his eye, and <laughs> Carl's eye, and feed it to Rick. Here it is. And here, here it is. Someone said it in the live chat. Eric said, Daryl, when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just you fucking idiot. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Just such a dumb move by Dad. What are you hoping to accomplish there? And I understand people have emotional reactions. I say emotionally stupid shit all the time to people I love and care about. So fuck this fucking asshole. And I've talked shit in the situations when I shouldn't have wanted to talk shit. But you know what? When shit gets real, I know when to keep my fucking mouth shut. And Daryl, what... What are you going to do, Daryl? What the fuck are you going to do in that moment except get another person killed? And that's what you did, you piece of shit. And I hope you feel bad about it. You fucking lost Beth and now you lost that you fucking got another person killed. It's all in your fault, you fucking slimy bastard. Take a fucking shower. Take a fucking shower, you fucking hit. Clean that greasy ass hair. Clean your shit. Clean your ass, Daryl. Clean your fucking ass. So so Daryl just is he's just fucking shit. The blonde dude, Dwight. Uh, is like, can I kill Daryl? Let me kill Daryl, because, you know, oh, I... Ru- you know what the wonderful thing is, too, is they don't know where they're going to take Daryl. They have no no fucking idea, right? And it would just be fun for, for Negan to just, you know, <clears throat> deliver random body parts that aren't Daryl's to Rick. Yeah, play with him. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, he's going to play with him. He's going to play all with Daryl. At least he's going to shower him. You got to figure he's at least going to bathe him and, and get stop that bastard from smelling. Rick was a pussy. He had a chance to chop Negan's head off while he was driving. Good question, Tom. Why didn't he try to attack Negan when he was driving? Well, we didn't see them actually drive. He couldn't start the van, and then next no, thing you know, they're there. I they, uh, see. I didn't see him start it up. Yeah. It up. yeah. Because, because Negan proved to him that he can jump out of the chair faster and, and draw on Rick and maybe shoot Rick before Rick could grab the 
fucking hatchet and hatch it off his head. Joe, did The Walking Dead ruin your ba- ruin your birthday? The, the, you- it started out so good. You know, I woke up this morning. Katie slept really late, so I got to play a bunch of hours of Uncharted. And I did a lot. I had a lot of fun playing that. And, and I got to videotape a, uh, a, a really, really, really big cheater, like blatant. And it's all on there. And I'll post that at some point. And then I got to watch the Patriots kick ass. And I was like, awesome. And I got to see the end of Buffalo lose, which was really awesome. And then, and then I had Chinese food. That was cool, too. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, that's, always good. that's yummy. Yumminess, yumminess. Okay. I didn't ruin my birthday because I had a really good. It just the end of the birthday was kind of you know. Oh no, I I get the show. The show's fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to talk to you, Joe. You know, it's good. It's good to. It's good. Most it's, of the day has been great. The, the, been great. Good, good save, Joe. Good save. The, sh- the show. The, yeah, the show's good. So the blonde dude who took his shit wants to uh, wants to kill uh, kill Daryl. Oh, what the fuck? If anyone was on the live chat on the on the phone line for some reason, the whole system died and and uh and shut you guys out but uh, i'm gonna start the broadcast again so uh so you call in and when we're done with the recap we will bring all the calls in we will uh clear the decks of phone calls so keep keep trying and see you guys leaving voicemails as well and phone calls you can call in at 781-990-8509 and leave your voicemail if that's the best possible way to get your thoughts in or you can also call in live at 1-315-948-8237 so, so we see the blonde dude that took his shit. He wants to kill Daryl. Negan says, no, you don't kill that. He's too popular with the fans. And then he drags him back. So then, excuse me, then it transitions to, uh, I don't know what kind of lying assholes you guys are, but I, I'm a man of my word. You guys need to know that. You guys need to know that. I am a man of my word, and it goes back and forth, and he goes, no dumpster here, Glenn, and he bashes Glenn's uh, little head in. And, uh, yep, Ben's, uh, Ben, uh, Glenn is dead and Maggie's fucked. She's crying and, uh, and, and the eyes hanging out. It's pretty fucking gross. The eyes popped out. It's fucking gross. All the visuals were really done well. Negan then shifts emotion and he's like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Sorry about that. And then he just bashes Glenn again a few more times and it shows Daryl for a second. And it's like, yeah, Daryl, this is all your fucking fault because you're a stupid yep. shithead. Yep. And then it shows like the Daryl uh, Glenn's face hang like hanging from the bat. Yep. Disgusting. The show lost me at the Glenn Crotch scene. Popeye Glenn. Glenn's eye popping up is fucked up. Shit happened tonight on. Oh, I cannot wait, Critch, to watch that. Daryl is a Mary Sue inserter of the writer's fan fiction. Never have I seen Rick so completely stripped of power. Niggin proved everything that he's the man in charge to him. I agree with that. Uh, he really completely put him in his fucking place and and showed Rick who was the who was the big daddy there and I think again with the actors performances that I think that at least is something they did mildly successful in the episode someone like Rick who is such a balls to the wall kind of person he feels like but again to go what Joe was saying earlier because of we've seen things like this happen before even for a moment here a moment there we saw the Farmer Rick series and all of that it just seems like more of the same now Rick is going to be down for a couple of weeks while everything else happens and eventually be back to be fucking Rick again yep and not 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 excited for for what I feel like we're about to witness no. I'm like really not excited for the next few episodes Someone was saying in the chat earlier, yep, the next few episodes are going to be filler, and that's exactly what they're going to be, lamenting over the deaths, getting them buried, getting Maggie sick, not sick anymore, and 
and then okay you know we'll be six or episode six or seven at that point like i just i don't, I don't feel good about I don't feel yeah, good. I just don't feel good, Joe. Disappointed and deflated. I just don't feel. I just don't feel good anymore. And and it's it's a shame. I don't know if if I've j if the Walking Dead has run its course in the point that it's at a point where it can't do anything new new and interesting on it. But I, I'm still in a wait and see attitude of hopefully they can get back to at least character exploration because that's what they did well and that's what I feel like they missed another opportunity. Again, Joe, you don't know, you know as well as I do. I don't. I look forward to opportunities where I can come out here and argue with you and say, no, this episode did it for me. It emotionally connected with me and you don't understand because they explored character this and character fucking that crap. And I can't do it in this episode because every opportunity that they had to share some real-time moments of these people interaction, they chose to focus on these on these close-ups of characters and these quick flashback sort of things. And it doesn't do this show well to do that. It's... It just doesn't. Okay. So Negan then shifts emotion in what he's doing. He goes, I'm truly sorry. Uh, to everybody that might be trying to call in, it seems like the phone call-in line seems to be malfunctioning right now. If you want to get your thoughts and call in at 781-990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. And please leave a voicemail. Sorry about that. I have to trouble. This is a troubleshooting evening for this new phone system, so it doesn't look like it's uh, it's uh, something to count on. Anyway, so Negan then shifts emotion in what he's doing. He He's truly sorry, but he's not really sorry. Daryl, this is all your fault. Glenn, we hear the sounds of Maggie's crying, and uh, and he says, you guys are a bunch of pushy pussies, and uh, this shit's just starting, and this is my bat, my vampire bat, Lucille. So, uh, which was a kind of a funny line. All crying on the... There was a kind of a couple of funny lines where I where I laughed at things he was saying while he was beating Glenn. So Rick is just... at none of it. None of it was interesting. I thought it was all, yeah, so very Dr. Evil. It was so just like... So that's a question I have for you, Joe, and, and go off. Did you think there was Everything anything funny was. about, did you think there was anything funny about the Negan stuff? No, I didn't. I didn't find any of it funny. I didn't find any of it entertaining. I found it all very cliche. I, like, like, okay, he delivered all the lines with a smile on his face, but none of it made him charming. No, they were trying so hard to make him shocking and horrible and, and the ultimate villain, and it that it just came across as you are trying now, so hard. I have a question for both of you, essentially. Do you think it comes down to the writing of him, or do you think... Would it? Would you feel better about the character of Negan if it was John Hamm, for instance, someone that was talked no. about the character? Is it how it, the character's written? It's the writing, absolutely. Because the actors are, like you said, they're they're doing the best they can with what they're given. They're just being given such shit, and and they're trying to make gold out of it. But I mean, you got to understand too, like the original content is. Do you know what's gold, Katie? Your voice. It is. The original, the original content is a comic book, and as Katie constantly points out to me when I'm like, "Oh, check out this part in the comic and this part in the comic," the comic is written for adolescent teen boys. Like, come on, like that's the prime market. Yes, there are girls that like it too, and and it's it's for young adults and stuff. And but us as as adults and most of America who watches it as adults never even knew there was a comic book in the first place and haven't read a page of it ever. Mm -hmm. So Me? they're trying to <laughs> write it up from its baseline. Mm. So it makes it, it's, and they want to give the comic book people, they want to be true to them. So they give us this over the top comic book character that's written for, you know, an audience that 
is completely different than their TV audience. Yeah. And to me, it really doesn't hit, and it and it was really kind of boring. And it I found no it depth. very non-interesting and very. <laughs> and I don't like you, depth. and I think you smell funny too. I, I, Lab Lab says I thought it was <laughs> anybody. Anybody would kill would kill this guy first chance they get. Uh, Lab Lab says I thought it was funny. Je no, uh, he's a good actor. It's the writing. He's been good in other stuff, and I thought he'd be perfect for the role. Mm -hmm. Negan should have been cast as Alf. Uh, the actor is okay. The character is shit. I cannot dislike a scene ab about a guy joking about the way he killed people. The arc uh, gave me just frowny faces and cries. The actor is okay. Character shit. Walking David, I'm Rick Joe. I'm ready to do a Rick impression of you. I will get Walking David in here at the end. Oops, just got back. What I missed? I only missed uh, the yeah. f bods. Joe, are you saying he grooming future serial? <laughs> killers what uh neko society we participate again uh general thoughts of the episode my only complaints is the censorship they tame the tv version honestly joe the same issues were in the comics with negan it translates horribly to tv they changed the cartooniness of the governor and just made it better uh king j uno says yeah the ones that i really feel about kyle's fucking chickens great to see you buddy in the live chat courses so if anyone knows what negan is dressed up like the gimp from pulp fiction the blue rays have the f-bobs okay so let's finish let's finish this fucking episode Corey says you know it's they really wanted to do it right they should have showed one death last season one death this season tim says but with the star trek next generation they leave you with that big what if at the end but then the next episode it's right away they show what's happened terry chen says cory cory that makes too much sense so we come back into rick rick's he's talking to shit about this is your last chance to bring me my axe then he shoots rick rick's jumps and grabs the walker hangs over on the on the on a walker and the ne the walker's neck CG neck breaks and it kind of looks really bad from bad uh, bad computer graphics right there. Rick's gonna fall, but he has pod armor too, and none of the walkers bite him because because you know because. And then Negan saves him at the right time and shoots a bunch of walkers. Then Rick starts imagining other people being killed, spots the axe. Uh, we hear horn blow, and then a bunch of walkers go in the other direction. And Negan's, <laughs> Negan gets the axe, and then he slams, blah, blah, blah. He, and then we hear this, blah, 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 blah. He goes, listen, prick. Basically, all, he gets hydrogen peroxide, cleans the axe. He goes, listen, prick, basically all of this is just because you talk shit to me, and I need to break you and make sure you know you're my bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You bitch. You're my bitch. Must be hard for you, right? I mean, you have been king shit for so long. I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this place. Yeah. I losing two of your own, like. Joe, a clip like that Joe, exactly. This is a this other. is a lot funnier and to play. In front of your boy. That is so this is screwed. Lot, fuck that. This is it's more like this. Listening to talkers makes me thirsty. <laughs> Thank you. Mouth. Yes, exactly. That's and how I felt every second, Negan. Listening to talkers makes me thirsty. I'm gonna have to eat. And I'm gonna have to. And oh yes. Yeah, I that, felt like fucking chicken. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I every felt through every scene. Yeah. I just want to see. I'm sorry to cross over. We don't usually do lots of crossover, but I just want to see the fucking hound just fucking talk. Be like, dude, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Someone, so someone get on mashing that together. Cut the scenes together. Geez. Negan talks, and then the hound uh, sits there and stares at him and is about to eat some more fucking chicken. Yeah, so we're going to mash those yeah. scenes together because, yeah. And See, then we're going to get the hound over here to cut fucking Negan's head off because I'm oh. just sick of him already. Oh, I'm my goodness. So, so, so then oh Rick God. gets taken back out of the RV, and then we get some more taunts, and the people are still overwhelmed. And he goes, guys, it looks like I shit in your scrambled egg. 
legs. You don't want to the grand. Well, he goes. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys another piece. Time for the grand prize game. And he sets the game up with Carl. He he lies Carl down on the ground. Uh, spreads his arm about. Gets his uh gets his gets his, gets the axe or or gets a pen from Trevor. Trevor draws on his arm and he gets ready to. Uh, Trevor's in Westworld too, by the way. And uh, and draws on his arm and gets ready to chop off the uh, Carl's arm. And Negan's like, No, motherfucker, you do it. Okay, quick question to everyone in the live chat and you guys right now who even for a second thought that carl's arm was going to be cut off not me <laughs> I, I was pretty much thinking they wouldn't do it yeah i didn't think they had i didn't think they had the balls to do it either so so uh okay we get the live chat you can tell joe doesn't read the comics that's who negan is i shall taunt you again no but we really need cersei to save them all I'm, I'm almost halfway done with the second compendium yeah like, negan is a one-dimensional cartoon character Great to see yeah, you, no, Sunny Day. So, okay, so then we get the counting three, two, one, yeah, and Rick, the music gets intense. It's a huge music surge of emotion. Oh my gosh, what's going, what's going on here? Oh no. Some Rick. You even know what that little trip was about? Oh, it was about fucking wasting my fucking. Time. Walking David says, I knew it wouldn't happen. The maimony said, just do it. And, I, and just, just do it, you fucking safe fuck. Stop making me lay here in the dirt, Dad. Get it over with. So there's... Save everyone so Negan says that's the look I've been looking for you're that's the look I've been looking for that's a lot of looks you're my little bitch now you gave me your sandwich uh get the fuck what, out of here what look the look of Rick's mascara running down this <laughs> yeah you bitch I just made you my cuck you're a fucking stupid bitch and then he goes and I'm taking Daryl too he's on my team now we're trading Daryl oh, for nothing I'm taking he's got the cutest butt here can't wait to get him back he sure does have make a pretty like pig. we know he is <laughs> Oh my goodness. And uh, and then he yeah, said no, and, and I just want to say no one should ever treat a bitch like this either. <laughs> that is not appropriate behavior. No, no. Rick is treated horribly here. And he goes if you kill Daryl and he brings Daryl and he, and, da and he throws Daryl in the back of the truck and says, "Listen, Daryl, you have a storyline of your own this season. Get the back of that truck. There's no way you're in any harm, but you're totally going to get a storyline. You're our inside of Negan's. You're our perspective character inside Negan's home base. They're going to hunt him. Yep. So then in our... They're going to have a dangerous game with him because, like Ooh, you said, not until you earn it a little. Tea. You can't kill him until <laughs> you earn it a little. And then they focus on the bow like they were going to make him hunt yeah ninja says uh norman probably has another gig and we won't see him for a while was it good i only watched the death scene was the rest of the episode any good it was uh it was meh eli i don't know how to answer that question <laughs> chris then we come to a commercial break and we see chris hardwick as a, at a funeral talking through we're gonna talk through this guys and was he crying i have to rewatch it but i think he was fucking crying was raining, so. oh okay thank you katie thank you at least he said it was raining California drought and it rains while they do an outdoor show. <laughs> Does it mean something? So then we come yeah, back. Yeah. God's crying. <laughs> Not at the depths for that. What, just fucking, what he had to watch. 
Walking Dead has devastated the heavens. <laughs> so, re- so we get him back with a song at the end with the saviors leaving, and we get music, lingering shots, and hanging shits of people's faces. The same scared faces before. No words, shits. It's just slowness. We come back for a commercial break. Do we really need to come back for this? And then we hang on for tr- Rick. We go to finally go to Rick's face for like two hours. And then we see all the characters in a circle getting ready to play a giant game of Duck Duck Goose or something. I don't know what's going on. Sit there silently until Maggie finally moves. Right. She gets up and she walks away. Rick tells her, "You need to sit down." And uh, no, 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 I'm fine. You all, you guys, all go back. I'm gonna take Glenn carry him to the doctor with me on my back well you guys but i can't have you guys out here getting hurt anymore so i'm gonna take my sick pregnant ass fucking self and carry this fucking dead body uh god knows how many miles in i I don't know just point me in the right direction wait 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 wait. blindfold me spin me around three times and then then i'll just go from there so then we come on So, so then we have, uh, we, they have Daryl. Right, we ha- They have Daryl. They have an army. What do we have? And yeah, it's Maggie. Uh, you were nice knowing you. You're so, you, they'll sacrifice you to the team. So, <laughs> so eventually Sasha goes, I'll go with her. I'm going to keep her safe. They decide that no, she needs to get to Hilltop because she needs to see the doctor first. And Sasha's going to accompany her to Hilltop. But at first, then Sasha goes up to Rosita's face, who's, who I guess is by Abraham's body. They don't <laughs> show the bodies so the scene comes off more confusing than it needs to be because they won't show the bodies with the heads bashed on the ground for whatever reason so it's confusing in the moment or at least was to me maybe because I'm an idiot where Sasha goes over to where Rosita's singing and they just show their faces because this episode was a fucking whoever edited this faces edited this episode has a face fetish because it's all you saw in this episode were fucking faces and you you don't see the dead body, and Sasha goes, I'm taking him. And it's like, okay, oh, I get it. You're around the bodies because then Rick goes to Maggie and goes, we're going to all help you bury the bodies. And so they're all going to help bury the bodies, and he's family too. That's the line that made me cry or made a tear almost come to my eye when Rick says. Uh, like, what, what? No, them's the breaks, kid. Oh, wait, um, For the crows. Um, you got, you got a wet nap I can wipe my hand off with? Um, <laughs> so then... You know, like, come on. Phew! Glad my boy's arm didn't get cut off there. Dodged a bullet on that one. High like, five. what's he gonna say? High like, five, Carl. All right, you Maggie, still can. Bye. You, you have fun with your, your dead boy there. We're leaving you. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to say, but we're family. And, and, like, let's go kill this motherfucker. Daddy, please cut my arm off. And then we, and then we get... Daddy, please cut my arm off. And then we get a voiceover of Negan. Then we get probably oh, the God. worst. I'm, I'm sorry. We got Joe's favorite part of the episode. I think this scene was so essential that we got a flash forward future. We got the Lost finale with the guys. For, was that the Lost finale? Spoiler alert for Lost. Was that the afterlife place where the, all the Walking Dead characters are going to meet at the end that Rick was seeing? Was that what we got? Is that the fucking shit we got at the end? Joe's favorite. At the end of this episode, Joe, we got what might have been your favorite part of the episode. Maybe you missed it, where we got a quick flash of Rick imagining the what ifs. Like Negan oh, said to sitting him, sitting around the table, sitting right. around the table in their harp happy Stupid. spot, where someone saying bye to Glenn and saying bye, like 
if we were gonna have that scene, where was Herschel sitting at the table? Yeah, where he's not. All of those. Yeah. Yeah. Where was? Yeah. Where was Laurie's? She's where not. Fucking T Dog. Yeah, where's T Dog? They're not invited. Like, come on, come on. Bob. Are they eating yeah, Bob? Yeah, Bob. Yeah, they're eating Bob, <laughs> they're Katie. On Bob. Katie. <laughs> Katie, you sick fuck, but you're right. They were f totally eating Bob. I, I, I think I think you were totally onto something there, but Katie. I'm I'm team Katie on this. They were eating the fuck out of Bob. Lori's a terrible mother. Of course she wouldn't be there. The table thing had me and all my friends cracking up. Had to pop the ep pause the episode. T-Dog lost his SAG card. I gotta admit that's a hella funny ranting about a shitty episode. Yeah, you guys wanted us to talk about shitty episodes. Here's fucking one. So, so then we come back to reality from that amazingly needed scene that they really need to come back from commercial break to show us a possibility so to see the Walking Dead possibilities and see the lost, the lost ending. And Rick just gets in the RV. He looks in the rearview mirror and he sees a walker for some reason. And and they again they try to get too artsy with it. Like he sees it in the rearview mirror and it's a sort of weird transition moment that they try to pull and off. Then, and then he gets in the truck and then drives away. Yeah. And and like you said, Joe, Caitlin, Caitlin says in the live chat, where the fuck was Herschel? <laughs> where the fuck was I would kill Daryl, but I don't uh, I don't want head lice on my bat. Oh god. Yawn of an episode. Oh. You can't do cliffhangers and expect things not to be spoilers. Yeah. Not in this internet world. Not now. Not fucking ever. Beth's story arc was better than this. I'd rather listen to her singing for 60 minutes. <laughs> 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 Saw the walkers come out and eat brains off the ground. Oh, gross! So here we go. Let's get into we got a we got a uh, we got a, a voicemail from uh, a quick voice or a a voicemail from Virginia. So let's check this out. I think this might be from Jay from SM. So let's listen to SM's voicemail. And I think we also have Rick Grimes who might join us for a second here at the end of the podcast. Joe, do you have any final thoughts before we go on this episode? Any, fi any final, final, that's your final thought, the burp? That's my, that's it. Um, mm -hmm. well, with the mm -hmm. Glenn thing, I don't think his journey was done because we saw him, like, late last showing kill people for the first time. So I think they could have done more to explore that. Um, question for Joe. How how um how close are you to being done with the show? Because you just don't seem like you give a shit about any of the storylines anymore. So, like, how yeah. close are you to being just being like me and just being like, fuck it, I'm just no longer watching Walking Dead. And question... Okay, for you, Joe, he's got a question for Katie, too, but that first one to you, Joe. Pretty pretty close. Like, I'm, I'm in it, I'm in it <clears throat> till it's done, like, pretty much. I, I've put, I don't know how much time into, like, all the seasons. I've been, uh, I've watched it since episode one aired. Yeah. Um, and I've it's sat on the edge of my... in an I, overall good relationship. Right. And uh, I'm hoping it will or it can turn around. So I'll watch it until the end. But I won't necessarily be happy about it. Right. No, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. And uh, I guess we should get this over with. You won't be with us next week, right, Joe? Correct. Okay, Joe will not be on the recap next week. We will be joined by the who is someone who's joining us right now. And, Perfect uh, time. I guess we should get this. Over. Oh well, well, let me uh, let me mute That's David's microphone week, really quick. Uh, so okay, Joe will not be on the recap. Oh no, oh no, we got it. Let's mute him. Let's we're muting David for a second. Uh, but yes, we. Uh, 
that recording for Katie? Yes, but and uh, David will be joining us on the live uh, recap next week, I believe, as long as he is available to uh, to uh, recap when he's nodding. So I think he is available next week uh, to uh, to recap the episode with us, and then Joe will be back the following week, and then we might have some other guest hosts throughout the year, and also David will be joining us a few more times throughout the season as well. But yes, let's finish this question for Katie. Um. Well, would like Layton. Question for Joe. Don't seem like you give a shit about any of the storylines anymore. So, like, how close are you to being just being like me and just being like, fuck it, I'm just no longer watching Walking Dead. And question to Katie. Um, uh, shouldn't you work into like a Walker or something for the Walking Dead instead of a crow? I mean, I just feel like crows. Something that should be for Game of Thrones. I don't know why I'm just thinking about it now. <laughs> I think you've been the crow for The Walking Dead ever since I've watched that full mm-hmm. issue, guys, with the cap thing. But whatever. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, I- I'm going to answer that question for Katie. Do you have Do you have a comment for that crow? Crows belong everywhere. We're on the show. What do you think? We're in the background, munching on all of those snacks left behind. Seriously. So, so everybody, I think, I think, holy shit, we do have them. It is none other than uh, the one and only Rick Grimes. Is Rick Grimes with us right now? Holy shit! I see him. Uh, I I think you got to unmute your microphone, Rick. Uh, uh, Rick, what's going on? Oh shit, Rick! How could you let that bitch Negan talk to you like that, Rick? Don't act like you know, man. <laughs> the way he looked at Carl, I've never seen so many people's heads get bashed in in my life. Yes, you have. Come on. <laughs> okay, fine, I have, but it was different then. <laughs> It was different, you know, that time with Beth and Herschel and Dale and fucking everybody who's ever got. Rick. I know, right? And then, and then there's that on Listen, top of it. How many of your friends do you have to have die before you're sad about it anymore? Like, come on. I don't even know if I want to lead anymore. I don't even know I don't if know. I want to continue on deceiving Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, Rick, I do need to tell you. I mean, all, like you bit a guy's face once. Couldn't you have done more than just be a pussy at Negan when you were alone with him? You charged a guy and bit Listen, his face. Still, yes. Still, I just gotta tell you, you don't understand. Negan gave me a completely open window. I've never had an open window in my whole fucking life. All you so. do is piss out it, dude. Rick, what's wrong? What's wrong with you, Rick Grimes? Quit acting like you know. Oh no! Oh no! Let's get him off the stream. Let's go! Let's Whoa. eject him now! Get him out of here! Gonna kick me out! Yeah, we're gonna kick you out. We gotta get you out of here now! Bye, Rick Grimes. Oh shit, he's gone. Okay, phew. Oh my goodness. That was scary. That was very scary. He's a scary son of a bitch. He's over the edge. He's over the edge. He's, he's gonna stop us. Oh gosh, but we're gonna we're, we're wrapping things up anyways. But next week, the Walking David will be joining us on the recap as uh, one of our go-to co-hosts on the live stream. And uh, Joe is working pretty much every other week for the walking dead some weeks he might be available uh available here and there depending on his work schedule but uh david is amazing and we can't wait to have david live on the stream so everybody thank you
Thank you so. It was more fun watching him in that in that in that three minutes mm-hmm. he was with us than it was watching actual Rick Grimes this week. On yep, the there's our Day. premiere episode. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so everyone, Sorry, thank everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you're listening to the podcast later, thank you so much for checking this podcast out. Please subscribe. Please leave your comment on iTunes or Stitcher wherever you can leave your comments or star ratings. We appreciate that. Everyone in the live motherfucking chat, thank you so much for joining us. You guys are awesome. Because of the support that you guys give us, it makes us keep coming back here and having so much fun. Al, Red Sox fan, Apulia, Averis, Bill. Bill Southern, it'd be great to see you. Caitlin, uh, Cheekiest, Claudio, Corey, DJ Better, Eli, Eric, KLC, Cataman, Lazy Bazooka, Mike, Ninja, Rags, Santavia, uh, Terror, Walking David, Tim, Tom himself, Sam, all of our friends that joined us tonight. You guys are fucking amazing. People in the live chat saying David was better than the episode. This stream and David's better than the episode. Thanks a lot, Phil. Cannot wait for next week. Oh, gosh. Like and sub. Thank you, Kyote. Please, yes, if you haven't already, please like this video. Please please subscribe to this video. Share it with a friend. Help spread the word. You can subscribe to Joe at Dirty Locks. You can follow Katie on Google Plus at Katie Crow. They will be back in two weeks to talk about episode three with me. And uh, thank you very much, everybody, for all the birthday wishes. Yeah, and happy motherfucking birthday to you, Joe. 15 more minutes for your birthday. Excuse me. Happy goddamn fucking birthday. <laughs> yeah, so everyone, have a good night. We will talk to you all next time. And I will be back either tomorrow or on uh, Tuesday, depending on when I get a chance to watch the episode, to do a Westworld recap as well. So everybody, Joe, you guys are going to be able to... I'm going to turn this down for a second so you guys don't hear yourselves as I click into the music. Um, so yeah. Good night, everybody. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. It's going to be another fun year talking about The Walking Dead. LT in the live chat. Great to see you, buddy. Timo, love you, Timo. I just picked Negan saying to Rick, put this lotion on the skin. Uh, Great to see everyone. Uh, Westworld in the live chat. Hi, bye, everybody. Hi, bye to everybody. It's a motion kind of night. Good night, everybody. As for our results of the straw poll, 
we got 29% for a, for a 7, 14% for a 1, 14% for a 2, 14% for 5. Okay, so the winner is a 7 out of 10. I'd say a 5. Okay, 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 okay. The show hasn't ended yet. I mean, uh, I, the show is over. I'm going to hit the end button at any point in time. But someone made a good point, Joe. We should pro you know, it wouldn't hurt to wait, you know, a few minutes till it wasn't your birthday anymore. But no, we're going to say one more time when there's nine minutes left. Very happy birthday to Joe Dirty Locks. Lots of love to him and lots of love to Katie Crow. Great to have them both back. So everyone, have a good night. We will talk to you all next time.